previously on the Damage Guild podcast. You can just make out a hulking greenish fish creature. I draw my short sword and say, speak your name or I'll swing this. You hear strange gurgling. Yeah, we don't speak that. Aslo runs over and tries to stab it. That would be a natural two. I will ready my crossbow and shoot. I roll an eight. We're awesome at combat. I'm going to pull out my loot. Thunder! (laughs) And I cast Thunder Wave. It stabs you. I'm down! I'm down! I immediately rush over to Tokus. Stay with me, bud. Dexter Young comes down. You there, Dexter Young. Quickly, up on we're under attack. Let's stand back to back and start firing. Or back to... Back of head to butt. <laughs> the leader of the Sahuagans jumps over the edge. The crew lets out a cheer. Huzzah! Tokus, you wake up. This invasion interrupted our observations. Are you suggesting he's in league with the fishmen? I sleep with one eye open watching Alshaz, but then I probably fall asleep. I don't know if I can get back to sleep after that, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So wait a minute. Hang on a second, because I remember we were banished from, like, those quarters and, like, we had to sleep. Up on deck. Mm. Well, do I get special privileges because I'm a wounded like, do I get to sleep in my bed, but the other two have to be outside? Like, uh, No, you were sleeping down there. It's just they didn't want you under, they didn't want you below decks without everyone else around. Like when, before mm-hmm. you set off, they kept you from going down there. Yeah, it was the night before that we slept above, above decks. Oh, uh, okay. So I'm in bed, resting up, trying to recover those life points. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So who was on watch when this happened? Was it Tokus who heard the... It was between... Tokus and Shabo's watches. That's you right. Okay. Getting up and changing watch at the time. Okay, yeah, so I'm already, I've already slept for the night, so I'm just chilling. Because I usually take the dawn watch. So I'll, I'll like I said, try to mi- not make it look like I'm watching Alshaz, but actually be watching Alshaz. <laughs> you do note that he seems to be staying awake. He occasionally rolls over in his bed. It looks like he's pretending to sleep, too. Kind of tossing and turning a bit, maybe a little ill at ease. Maybe, but he's kind of rolling over as if to get looks at different other angles and see if people are mm. awake or not. Okay. So mm. he'll turn, open an eye, look around, and then close it, and a few minutes later he turns back. Okay. He's probably just scared of more fish people. Yeah, probably. Probably totally innocent. <laughs> yeah, I would be too. If I were such a dirty, rotten, lying scoundrel. (laughs) 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 All right. uh, Unless he gets up and does anything, I'll just hang out until dawn or until everybody else wakes up. And you're pretending to be asleep too, right? Um, no, because we've been uh, taking turns on watch, so I assume that the person who's up is actually just, like, hanging out. Okay. I guess. Um, Unless Aslo and Tokus have been pretending to be asleep while they were actually on their watch. Have you guys? Like I said, I don't know that I would be able to easily get to sleep after that. No, I'm saying while you were on your watch, you took first watch. So were you pretending to sleep while you were watch on watch, or were you just up doing whatever? Uh, I think I was just up. Yeah. Okay, so I'll, I'll do the same thing then. Okay. So yeah, he doesn't do anything else besides every once in a while seeming to check and see that you're still up. Okay. And you're just staring at him as he... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not I'm not like being overt about it. I might like maybe glance over or whatever, but I'm I'm whittling or doing something. Okay. So the rest of the night passes, morning comes. If you wanted to spend your hit die, you could do that. Oh yeah. How does that work again? Roll your hit die and you heal that many hit points? I can't do that though since I did my second wind, can I? You actually can do a hit die and a second wind every hour. Ah. Whoa. Or not the hit die every hour, but you can do the hit die, and you can do a second wind every hour. Hmm. Huh. Shoot, dog. So the the second wind ability allows you to use it once an hour? It's once per short rest, and if all you're doing is resting... Oh, wow. Then oh. So basically I get huh. two D10s wow. plus one, that's what you're saying, right? Basically what I'm saying is your full health. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, wait, Aslo, you already, you already um, healed me up. So I was yeah, actually at, you were full at full at the end of the battle. Well, isn't it possible that I might not be healed up all the way? Like, couldn't I roll nothing but ones? Yeah, you could not roll anything. But yeah, eventually you'll you'll just be up to full. So Yeah, even if I rolled ones, I would still be gaining 3 HP 
an hour, right? One plus one plus one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I don't need to roll all that, even if I rolled terribly. Plus, you add your con modifier too, right? Yeah, that's what he meant. Three. So you would roll oh, one, yeah. and he's got a plus two con mod. So yeah. Oh, okay. Make three an hour. No, you don't add con to the second win, but still. Oh, okay. Gotcha. No, I was adding my fighter level, but you're only level one. Hey, it's one life point. Okay, so. <laughs> Earlier I rolled a two. Anyway, so everyone is fully healed when morning comes. Nice. Nice. Back to 12. Nice. 12 seems like not a lot. Do fighters scale, like, well in the HP region? Yeah, they do, and the classic D&D thing is, like, when you're first level, make sure you don't die, because you can Mm -hmm. die really easily. (laughs) It's a lot easier to not die as soon as you get that second and third level, and, like, you have a little bit of a HP buffer so you can kind of react. Okay. Yeah, the reason we've been running away from battles is not purely story, it's for the sake of actually not (laughs) dying in the game. So morning comes, and the crew starts to get up and go about their normal business, Um, except for Anton, who brings a candle below deck and starts checking on all of the the goods. Mm -hmm. Uh, Should we assist him then? Let's volunteer. Let's do, let's volunteer to help. Elshaz volunteers to head down there also. <laughs> well, if he's heading down there, we're definitely heading down there. Yeah, just do some inventory. <laughs> some fresh yeah. eyes. Can't hurt anything. Yeah. Please, let us assist you. You all head down there and check things over. The crates that you hit with the Thunder Wave didn't really burst open and spill their contents everywhere, but they kind of splintered and will probably need to have their crates repaired in order to mm. safely ship the rest of the way. Oh man, what a what a mess. This fish monsters jerks yeah. did this. If Greth is around, I give him a little look and I'm like, hey, need someone to saw some fresh planks for you, buddy? <laughs> I know we had an agreement. I don't want to go back on it. I could sure use the hand. Alright. Just show me the way to the saw and the saw horses. Uh, checking things over, it looks like everything's pretty much as you left it, and you all help with repairing the, uh, the planks that were pulled up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, Shaba, you help fix up the crates, at least patch them enough to work. Yeah, before we put the the planks back, does someone want to maybe stick a light down there? Or, Tokus, do you want to stick your head down there and just make sure there's nothing else down yeah, there? Yeah, and have them bite my face? No thanks, Shaba. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if I could see in the dark, I'd stick my head down there. I'll take one of the splinters from the, a bigger splinter from one of the boxes and cast light on it and toss it down there. There you go. Now I'll stick my head down there. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Stripey sticks his head down too. Oh yeah. Where was Stripey in all of this? Do you, do you purposely not have him fight in battles yet? Yeah, no, he's just, he's like, he'll die. If he tries yeah. to fight anything, act, like, real. Does he have, like, two hit points? Anything that's bigger than a mechanical toy, he will mm-hmm. he'll die. <laughs> so he just hangs out in my pack in, in the crew cabin. Yeah, well, my, my toys can't actually deal damage, technically, so that's why it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly, right, because he has, like, one hit point, yeah. so. He, he can battle my, my robots. I think he's got a few hit points. Does he? Uh, Does he have, like, three, maybe? Three at the most, I would think. They're in the monster manual, badgers are. But anyway... Uh, so you look around there, and you notice that it has actually taken on quite a bit of water underneath. Oh, boy. Mm. Well, they ripped their way into the boat, so... They must have. I would imagine. The boat's not sinking, but the water level is pretty high down there. Mm. So it will need to be pumped out or... Pumped out, yeah. Yeah, if they did rip their way through, that would... I feel like that would cause such a big hole that it would sink the ship. Unless they How did it... How else would they have gotten down there? Well, if they did it with the intention of stealing the cargo, then maybe they did it in such a way so as not to, like, sink the ship. Like, they mm. might have pried open something loose or come in slightly, like, above the water level, like, say, where the rudder is, like, mm. found some way in through the back, and then maybe, I don't know, done it that way. It's it's possible. I don't really know. But. Well, regardless, the water is rising. Yeah. That's an issue. At least it has risen overnight. Mm. If we know they have magic users, which you knew from your nature check, Shaba, maybe they somehow did it magically. Teleported into the ship. Yeah, Yeah. that's a possibility. Uh, Okay, I report that to Anton. I say, oh, the water level is pretty high. We better get someone on the bilge pumps. Uh, Maybe when when we get to port, 
you should have somebody take a look below and see if uh, there's anything down there that needs repairing. I'll see if Greth can take a look at it and fix things up when we reach port. Should be there in a couple days, and at this rate, I don't think we're in any trouble as long as we keep the pumps going. Okay. The bilge pumps operate automatically? Um, no, they'd have to be manually done, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think so, probably. I volunteer. If they need pumping, then I can pump them. Once I'm done sawing and helping repair everything else. <laughs> well, we'll take turns. I think we'll all be pumping at some point. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything that you wanted to look for or look at while you were down here, besides the hole? Assuming that I can see. I know it's dark and he just has, a, like, a candle. Actually, uh, he brings a candle down in the beginning, but eventually they open up the uh, the whole the grate. cover off the top, so you can get sunlight in there, too. Okay. Okay. All right. I mean, yeah, checking down in the bilge was a main thing. Other than that, I wanted to see if there's any places in the walls or the ceiling or any other places on the floor where there have been breaches of any kind. You don't see any other holes in the ship? Ship looks fairly secure at this level other than the floorboards. Okay. When Alshaz was down there with you, he, you know, helps with moving things around, cleaning up a bit. He heads down there a little bit nervous, but he seems to be considerably calmer after he looks around a little bit. He would. <laughs> calmer after he looks around the cargo hold? Yeah. And I think Shaba's the only one who really notices this with his... Mm. Yeah, my empathic. Empathic. Huh. Okay. So he... All right, yeah, I'm not going to say this out loud. I'll tell you guys later. I'm not alone. <laughs> It's like, stop yourself mid-sentence. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, we finish helping Anton until he's got everything back in its crate. All of the floorboards are back in place, nailed in tight. All of the crates are repaired. Everything is hunky-dory and accounted for. Yep, everything is there. Anton does say that it seems like all the cargo is present and accounted for. Nothing's missing. Good. Good. And you take care of everything, clean it all up, and start working the pumps. Okay. Is there a separate, like, hold or chamber where the pumps are that I can bring Aslo and Tokus into? And I'll say, hey, we'll get the pumps for a little while, like an hour, and then we'll come back and get someone else for the next shift. It's probably in the same storage area, kind of next to where all the food was that we talked about earlier. Okay. Are there small person accessible pumps? (laughs) (laughs) You just jump up and pull it down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can kind of like spring off your feet like one of those little baby bouncy things that <laughs> is in the doorway. <laughs> in fact, we rig one of those up for you. <laughs> for both of us, actually. Well, a little moon bounce. You can work the pumps. It's not that bad. Okay, so we're alone now? I think we're alone now. <laughs> if we are. I was thinking the same thing. Uh, yeah, you managed to find some alone time. Okay. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh my. Well, I thought, uh, <laughs> All right, guys. I didn't expect we would be in this position again so soon. Uh, but Alshaz looked relieved when he came relieved. down and saw that that box was gone. He probably thinks that the Sahuagin took it. Mm. The who? The fish people monster oh, or sea monster okay. dudes that attacked last night. He was probably leaving it down there. For them, as some kind of like an offering or really, uh, you think so? Tribute, maybe to the gods of the sea. Wait, you think he had Safagan bait in one of the crates? Not bait, but something that he was giving them like something to attract them to no to to appease them as like a payment, maybe. But they still attacked us. Yeah, but how did they find us? Uh, maybe it was a homing beacon. You never know. We'll never know until we get inside that box, until we get the key that's in Alshaz's bag. Yeah, strange. The other thing I thought about is maybe this is what's been happening to those ships that have been disappearing. Maybe these creatures come on board, sink the ship, Mm. and then take the cargo for themselves. Yeah, it's much more likely that the ship doesn't vaporize or get teleported into another dimension. It's much more likely that they're just sinking. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But who's sending them, and why are they attacking all of a sudden? Hmm. That's the question. Is it just easy prey? Well, yeah, but like Almar Veckling told us that this is a dangerous route. It's known to be dangerous, but this has only been happening recently. So why has it only recently gotten so much more dangerous? Hmm. 
Mm. Well, we should have captured one of them and interrogated them and used, right. you know, learned their language. <laughs> Agreed. There's many things we could have done. It would take but a moment to learn a language. <laughs> it's too bad we didn't get our own hostage. Yeah. So, okay, so he was relieved when he didn't find it down there. So that at the well, that could also mean that he knew about the box, but it wasn't. Of course, he knew about the box. He put it there. Do we know that for sure? We're mm-hmm. almost positive that we, he did because we saw him go into the cargo hold and leave, and then we went into the cargo hold and we found the box. Mm. Did we inspect the loot, the stuff that came from the fish demons? We did not. There was some jewelry, and then of course they had like their tridents and spears. Yeah, but do you think we could check the origin of said jewelry? I mean, like it's interesting. So you, we think that the Savagan are maybe hired to sink these ships and pillage them. It's possible that someone's hiring them, yeah. Could be. Mm-hmm. And then the origin of their treasures, their loot, could lead us in a certain direction. Uh. Or what if, whether it's they just, you know, moved into town recently or whatever, but, you know, we know that they have organized societies. Maybe they have been looting these ships and sinking them to take the tr- their treasures and offer them to whatever deities the, the priests worship. Huh. Mm-hmm. This is all good speculation, but speculation nonetheless. Indeed. We need to find out what's in that box. Mm -hmm. Yes. Almar wanted closure to this, not just for us to protect this ship. He wanted us to put an end to whatever was causing this, for for good and all. Well, now, if we think the source of the ship's disappearing is the Savagan, we got to swim down there and we got to take out the queen. Yes, we have to go to the (laughs) the deeps. Like a a beehive. Down to the deeps, my friends. Quick, let's dive in. Do you know some sort of, like, bubble spell where you can, like, like, cast, like, a bubble over our heads so we can, like, breathe underwater for a few hours? Or perhaps, Tokus, <laughs> you could start drafting blueprints for a yellow submarine. <laughs> a yellow submarine? A yellow submarine! <laughs> See, the problem with the depths is that there's some sort of force that happens upon you the deeper you go into the water. I don't fully understand it, but I know that it exists. Remember the tunnels under the ocean, Tokus? Is it this pressure you've told us of before? Yeah. The pressure. Right, so we'd have to construct some sort of armored suit mm. that could be uh, water resistant. Actually, it would have to be fully waterproofed. Hmm, this would be difficult to do. Wait, 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 wait. Why don't we just cast a spell to, like, turn our heads into shark heads or something? That would totally work. <laughs> or, like, eat some seaweed that gives us gills. I think I read about it in a book one time. We could ask, uh... Yeah, Pe- uh, Kenver Penhallow has some, mm-hmm. like... He might know some sort of swimming spell. We could go down there and show him what's what. Yeah. Although we don't really know how to fight underwater. In fact, a lot of our, like, attacks That's probably true. only work on land. Like, <laughs> we can't really shoot arrows underwater. Yeah, you can't underwater. shoot arrows underwater. Yeah, we might, we might have a disadvantage. Like, we beat them on land, like, on the ship. Mm-hmm. Because it was our home turf? Yeah, I think underwater we might be disadvantaged. Yeah, that's a good idea, though. Let's talk to the captain and see if we can take a look at the jewelry and the, the stuff that they picked off of the bodies. See if there's maybe any clues there. Yeah, we don't necessarily want our fair share, although we could put that in there, too. Eh, Aslo? Sure. Hey. Can maybe negotiate. You know, we got two head ki- you know, t- two kills. That's true. So, therefore, we get... Two, three... Four-ish kills, maybe? <laughs> Man, where's our part of the loot? You finished off two of them. Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> Counts. But we're more interested in the origin of their loot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so once our shift is done in the bilge, we'll, or at the bilge pumps, we'll go up, uh, send down the next crew to start pumping, and we'll just go up to the captain and say, hey, can we like see what you guys pulled off of them? We're interested in finding out who sent these guys and why they attacked the ship. We thought maybe their swag might give us some clues. As is customary, we'll be divvying up the loot once we reach land. Oh, wow, you mean we get some? Yes, all involved. Yeah. Hmm. That's cool. But if you want to take a look at it, I suppose you could talk to Byron. He's been holding on to it. I kind of like the little starfish earrings. Those are cute. I might take those. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we'll talk to him. We'll go over and talk to him. Okay. So you ask him about the jewelry and the loot. And he shows you the collected various trinkets. It looks like it's basically all just necklaces made out of seashells and coral mm. and 
pearls. Primitive and, kind of stuff, right? Yeah, for the most part. A few of the pieces look like they were probably taken from land at some point. Hmm. What are their tridents made out of? They were wooden shafts with sharp coral mm. at the edge. Cool. That's pretty sweet. Kenver, with your arcane knowledge, do you know where these guys live or who might have sent them? Kenver? Uh, um... I guess we're jumping to all the different crew members here. Oh, I thought that was who we were talking to. No, no, no. We're talking to... We're talking to Byron. Byron. Oh, Byron. Byron. Sorry. Byron. Sorry. Byron, with your first matey knowledge of, <laughs> of sea, seamanship, do you maybe know where these guys came from or why they attacked? The sea devils frequently raid coastal villages and such. With impunity? Provided they're not stopped. They don't typically come on ships in this area, because we keep our ships well guarded in order to defend from such attacks. So these fish beasts, they, they're they amphibious? They, they can reside both on land and water. That seems to be the case, although I think they dry up if they're on land for too long. Aha! Yes. So the next time we just have to have a barbecue, some sort of campfire on the boat. <laughs> some sort of way to dry out their skin. Like, too much chapstick. Like a hair dryer. Yeah. We'll all arm ourselves with hair dryers and dry them out. Wait, movie flaw. We don't know what those are. Um, Guys, can we have a little huddle here? Yeah, we huddle up. Thank you, uh, Byron, for letting us look through these magnificent treasures. We're looking forward to getting our share of these surely valuable artifacts. I'll be divvying up the loot, so don't get too set on any one item. Oh, shucks. I really had my heart set on the starfish earrings, but just say. I don't know. You seem you seem like more of a sand dollar kind of guy, Shaba. Yeah, th- those ones are cute, too. <laughs> yeah. It's whatever. I'm not going to be picky choosy. Matches the whites of your eyes. <laughs> okay, fair enough. So, are we huddled or are we still talking? <laughs> uh, to- oh, yeah, yeah. We huddled. Okay, bye, Byron. We're, we're huddled talking about fashion. Yes. Okay. We go to the... Uh, what else? What other work do we have to do? We're, we're done in the cargo hold. We've pumped the bilges. You just have your normal chores. Our normal chores. And you'll probably still have some uh, carpenter work to do, fixing up more crates for the next day. Okay. Uh, can we take a like a 15-minute break in the cruise quarters? Yeah, it's our lunch break, right? Uh, we get that. Yeah, around lunchtime you can mandated. take a little time off. Okay. Or we'll, we'll riot. <laughs> Guys, we need to find out what's in that box. Yeah, we do. Yeah, well, it was your genius idea not to hire a lockpicker, Aslo. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> not hire a lockpicker? What are you talking about? I mean, no offense, but it seems like you just took whoever happened at your door that day. Like, you only interviewed two people, and you hired those two people. Listen. I mean, no offense. I'm no employer, but... As far as you know, I interviewed lots of people before you guys. Did, did any of them pick locks? Well, maybe. Depends on if I interviewed anybody before you guys. (laughs) And you went to bard school. Like, shouldn't you know how to pick locks? That wasn't my major. I didn't major in lock picking. I majored in music, okay? Yeah, let's face it. This adventuring party has some real areas of deficiency. You can say that again, Shava. Once we have more (laughs) capital under our belts, I will invest in a company lock picking set. How's that? All right, well, let's pool our resources together, and we need to cobble together some sort of an explosive. Explosive. Oh, dear. <laughs> On board the ship. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect plan. Uh, what if we just searched Alshaz's bag again? And found the key to unlock it with? Yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. What makes you think he has the key? Because I saw him put it into the bag. I mean, I saw him put something that was that fit into his hand in, in his bag the mm. night that he came back on board. Hmm. Yeah, let's do that. Let's see if we can't uh, go into the... Are we in the crew quarters right now? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we look around to see if anyone's nearby. You can see some people up on deck through the opening. Okay. But there's no one else down in the cruise quarters with you right now. Well, I, I say, think only one of us should go and be really suspicious yeah. if we all go raid the crew quarters. My heart's beating really fast. Should we try it? And I do have this delicious sandwich because <laughs> we're technically on lunch break. So <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tokus, you stay here and eat your sandwich. And if anybody comes... Uh, distract them by by feeding their, your sandwich to them, um, and then Shaba, if anybody <laughs> comes, to you sandwich. stand up and look really big. Okay, 
And I'll go over and check out his bag. Why don't we have Shaba go? He's stealthy. I'm eating nachos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm real stealthy right now. And pop rocks. <laughs> yeah. Just a suggestion. You guys do what you want. I mean, it's your lunch break. You can spend it however you want to. I'm going to spend mine eating. <laughs> I can eat later. Shaba? Should I try to stealth over there? Do you want to? Uh, I mean, maybe. Should I? It's a big gamble, but... I think it's worth a try. Can we cast some sort of, like, deception or cloak of night? You have any cool spells like that, Brian? Maybe just a bardic inspiration to make me extra sneaky. That's true. I could do that. I say, Shaba, your two front teeth are like the towers of Arcanomica. Okay. I don't know what that is. I just Thank you, though. Just made that now up. I need to make that a place in my world. Yes. <laughs> okay, the Towers of Arcanomica. Exactly. That is now official canon of the show. They're pearly white, made pure of ivory. Yes. From harvested from thousands, thousands of elephants died to build these <laughs> gigantic ivory towers. <laughs> yeah, t- towers made entirely of ivory. <laughs> of elephant tusks. Yeah. But like not yep. even like walls of it, they're just tusks just thrown in a big pile <laughs> just stacked up on top. No, no, they, they like mortared them together. Literally like it's like, every mm. elephant in the entire world died. To build <laughs> elephants this are tower. extinct now because of this tower. Thanks, guys. No, we just borrowed their tusks. We didn't necessarily kill the elephants. Does that kill them? Let's put it this way, Tokus. Have you ever tried to take a tusk off of an alive elephant? I've never tried. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, maybe it's like giant teeth and they're like used like bricks, you know, stacked. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Shabba's ancestors. <laughs> Okay, so we're stealthing. We're stealthing. <clears throat> How'd you pronounce that again, Brian, so we can log that away into our lore? I think Jay already did. Oh, nice. Arcanomica. Mm. I already wrote it down, too. Okay. okay. Sounds like a, like a mage's place. Yeah. The Arcano- and they study arcanomics. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> arcanomics, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was another good subject in school. Didn't major in that one either. The science of arcs. <laughs> um, so I am going to hold on to my bardic inspiration because I get a 24 on my stealth check. Okay. I'm going to sneak very sneakingly, chewing my nachos as quietly as possible. <laughs> you left the nachos in the break room. Oh, crap. you kidding me? I need to go back and get those. I will watch them for you <laughs> okay. very closely. Uh, as I go over to Alshaz's bag and reach inside and look for a key. The Damage Guild Podcast. Chaotic Incredible. Hi there. I'm Jay, and you're you, and we are together at last. Except I'm going away. I'm skipping town, going on vacation, uh, going to the beach, so... Next time we speak, I will be soaking wet and probably still as pale and sweet as I am now. Uh, It's supposed to rain all week, but whatever. Don't have to work. Gonna take a mental break and chill out. In the meantime, this week while I'm gone, whatever you do, do a great job at it. Life's about making something of yourself. So do that. Be better. Be awesome. Well, you're already awesome, but be awesomer than that, even. There's never any limit to what you can accomplish if your goal is to improve, right? No one ever got anywhere by sitting in place. You gotta move. Just do it. Move. I feel like Shia LaBeouf being all weird and motivating, but that's how I'm feeling today. So sorry about that. Forget I said anything, but don't. Be good. Do good things. And go get him, Tiger. I've got the usual stuff about our show to tell you about, but the the quick and dirty way to find out about all of what we've got going on is to go to our website, thedamageguild.com. The links across the top will take you everywhere. So I have nothing else for you this week, and frankly, my mind is elsewhere. I'm already just trying to get as brain dead as possible, like real soon. So, you guys enjoy this rest of your week, and we will see you next Monday. You are listening to the Damage Guild Podcast.
You do indeed find a small iron key in the bag. <gasps> oh, dude. That was just the sound of everything going quiet. We have to find out the I get really excited and I start jumping up and down. <laughs> guys, 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 I found it. The key. Found the key. <laughs> no, no, no. I stealth back over to the guys and I'm like, guys, look at this. Look at this thing I'm holding. It's a key. It's a key that I found. Oh my gosh, that's it. Okay, we have to go over and use it on the box so that we can find out what's inside and then lock it back up and then bring it back over here and put it back in the back. Quick, here, take this. You two go over into the kitchen because you're, you're supposed to be there because you peel potatoes and stuff. And oh, yeah. I go over there and look suspicious. But you, you two go over, go into the pantry, see what's in the box, and then come back and let me know. Okay. I'll stand guard here. I'll pretend to go get the next sack of potatoes. Yes, we both will. Okay. I'll stay in here and uh, stand guard in case anyone comes. Okay. We do that. We don't need to both go get potatoes. Only one of us does. Actually, you know what? You go open the box, Aslo. No, let's both go so we can both see what's inside. Yeah, but like, isn't that going to be weird? That way, if it, if it explodes, you can both be around for the fun. Yes. All right, I'll go with you, but I think that looks <laughs> suspicious. <laughs> All right, he talked me into it. <laughs> I mean, I'm curious about what's in the box, so. So you head through the galley. And down into the storage, and you find the box hidden underneath the last sack of potatoes. All right, Tokus, here's the key. You open it. You you want me to open it? Yeah. Okay. I want you to be the one to discover what's inside, and then I take a step back. All right. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I brandish the key in my right hand, and I insert it into what looks to be the lock hole. And I will turn it clockwise very carefully, slowly... Slowly checking for traps as I do <laughs> the turning. And uh, I, I turn it until I hear a click. You have to turn it the other way to unlock it. No. Starts <laughs> um, <laughs> turning back the other way. <laughs> you don't find any traps. You do hear the lock clicks. You open the lid. And inside the box, you see a stack of many sheaves of parchment and a small pouch. That is tightly tied up. Hmm. What do you make of this, Aslo? Uh, I don't know. Do the parchments say anything? I try to read them. Well, why don't you inspect the bag, and since I have a photographic memory, I will read the parchments. All right. Very well. Established in episode three, I think. <laughs> All right. So I will look over these really, really quickly. All right. First, you look at the bag. It's a velvet pouch tied with a nice leather thong. Uh, do you open it up? I do. Inside, you see that it seems to have some sort of metallic-looking dust or shavings of some kind. Hmm. Like shiny, silver, small pieces. Huh. Is that all that's inside it? Yep. It's just maybe a handful of it. Weird. Okay. And then, Tokus, you see that the parchments do have writing on them. Uh, several of them are maps of various towns and cities. If you want to give me a history check... I'll let you try to figure out where they are. That's good fully work there, Sean. Mm, thank you. <laughs> All right. Uh, I will make Sid roll. Ooh. You said history? Yeah. That is the not natural 20, but the altogether 20. Just as good in some cases. It spends the same. You recognize these maps as lying on the border between Voronold and Eminald, which are two countries north of Ormog, uh, along the coast, and you actually stopped... The first stop that you went on the ship was an Eminold, and you recognize it. Hmm. Okay, Voronold and Eminold? Voronold, Eminold. Eminold, okay. I set them down, and I turn to Aslo and say, Hey, these talk about where we've been, and where we might be going, but didn't. There was more to it than just that. Sorry. <laughs> and look here. It also says... <laughs> uh, several of the towns on the Eminald side have different numbers written next to them. Most of them are in the low thousands. Hmm. But there's no indication as to what they might mean. Uh, two of the towns on that side are circled with arrows connecting outward from them to other towns. Hmm. And three of the towns on the Voronold side have large X's through them. And those towns are numbered one through three. Huh. So they've already done what they needed to do to some of these places. That's all on one piece. And then the other parchments are written in some sort of script that you are completely unfamiliar with. Hmm. 
Yeah, I have trouble memorizing that particular page, but I do my best. <laughs> Just in case we need to decipher that at a later later moment. Maybe I make a photocopy of that page in particular. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good thing they keep the photocopy right here in the pantry. Well, no, 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 like yeah, a mental yeah. photocopy. Like I'm gonna, oh, like yeah. I take a, I take out yeah. a piece of parchment of our our own. Like, did we ever replace that? Did we get some more parchment? I think so. I don't know. Okay. Well, I'm gonna spend a piece of parchment copying down the one that I can't decipher. Well, there are a few pages of that script. Yep, I'm, I'm gonna copy all of those pages, Thane. Ooh, that's going to take a while. Tokus, I don't know if we have time for this. Yeah, oh. that would take a long time. Especially okay. if it's a language you don't know. I'm like, no, 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 no. Let's, uh, let's put that down. If we, don't, if we can't read the language, then there's not really any point right now anyway. Get a, get a basic idea of what it looks like, and then we'll uh, leave it here. So I, I start doing that and get some of the key points down. And so is that everything in, in there that we saw? Yeah, that's everything in the box. Okay. I will, um, I'll check around for like any false bottoms or secret compartments. Look for any latches or uh, loose strings that might pull up a, a floorboard or something. You don't find any other compartments inside. It looks like you can see the whole interior glancing from the sides. Okay. Aslo, what was in the bag? Some silver shavings of, of some kind of metal. Do you, uh, I open it and show it to him. Do you recognize what this metal is? Hmm. Can I make some sort of check to see if I know what it is? Arcana. You can see if it's a spell component. Hmm. That could work. Okay, I mean... I'll try that as well. Silver shavings? I mean, that's something more like... Like, my my knowledge of minerals might be more effective. Mm. Yeah. I got an 18 on Arcana. Well, you don't know any specific spell that would use these, but it seems likely that they could be used for some sort of magical effect. Hmm, okay. They do seem to be uniform enough that there's probably something more to it than just metal shavings. What type of check would I have to make to check, like, the type of metal it is um investigation sure 23 okay it looks like these are most likely silver shavings okay silver shavings how did i figure that out did i like taste them (laughs) (laughs) ah tastes like silver i think you're just familiar enough with the metals that if you see it in the right light and see how it behaves you can tell hmm i see the right luminescence, sir. That be silver, Aslo. Good to know. Shaba, you're out in the cruise carters, and you see Anton coming down the stairs and start heading towards the galley. He's headed toward the galley? Yeah. Oh, uh, Anton, Anton, if I, if I might have a word. <laughs> oh, what do you need? Uh, um, uh, I, I actually say that really loud, like as loud as I can, uh, trying to warn uh, Tokus and Aslo that Anton's down here. Oh, Anton! Anton! Hello! Hey! Uh, can I talk to you for a second? Okay. The two of you definitely hear him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Quick, let's let's put it back. Oh, we gotta get out of here. Right, I'll gather up all the paper. Uh, Anton comes over to you and says, yes, what do you need? Um, so I was wondering if there's anything else, and I start talking real slowly, and re- all real loudly, even though he's standing right in front of me now. <laughs> Uh, And I keep saying his name. Anton. So I was wondering, Anton, Thorn, if there's anything, Anton, that you might, Anton, need uh, my help with around the ship, Anton. Uh, Because I know... spit it out. I know you like to cook things, Anton. And I would like to help you. In the galley. Like, especially in the galley, in the... Uh, larder in oh, the pantry in the quiet. back. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like he's about to smack you. <laughs> <in the pants. laughs> oh, sorry, Anton. Uh, is, is, any, is there anything around the ship that I can help do besides swabbing the decks? Or do you want me to just swab the decks? And can you give me a quick brief tutorial on how to swab the decks better? Because I feel like no, maybe no, my I'm, technique is off. I'm done here. You're supposed to be helping with the wood. Oh, okay. Fixing up all those crates and all the damage down below. Okay, so I don't have to swab the decks just yet? And with a click, we've locked back the chest. <laughs> and set it down and put the potatoes on it. No, I give, I give the key to you, Aslo, because if you get caught with it, you know, you're the one who's going to be in trouble, not me. <laughs> we do the thing where we like, try and push it back and forth to each other. It's like, no, you take it. No, 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 you take it. You guys can't decide, and so you just shove it into a potato in one of the bags. You're like, we'll find this later. It's <laughs> a perfect decision. And I'll be like, no, okay, fine, I'll take it. And I stuff it in a pocket, and we scamper over to the door. Okay, so you hear the tail end of their conversation. Sorry to have troubled you, Anton Thorne. 
Yeah, you'd better be. <laughs> I push open the door, just like munching on a raw potato. <laughs> hey, hey guys, what's going on? I'm like, oh, and I spit it out. I'm not sure why I did that. That was weird. What are you doing? Stealing supplies? I, sorry, I just got hungry. <laughs> you know how it is, lunchtime. I, here, I, I hand it over to him. I don't need this anymore. <laughs> Keep it. That's going to be your entire dinner. Oh, man. I forlornly take another crunchy bite out of it. <laughs> <laughs> and what about you? He looks over at Tokus. Oh, I was just inspecting the inventory, counting the potatoes, you know, how many that I have to do before I get off this godforsaken ship. <laughs> or I guess I should say God's forsaken ship. <laughs> yeah, there you go. The Pantheon. There are many gods that forsake this ship. That's right. <laughs> Lunch is over. Go back about your business. Very well. All right, so I whittle a potato into the likeness of his face, and then I smash it with a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> and then I peel I peel one like the right way so he doesn't get angry. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we call smashed potatoes. If you hit potatoes with a hammer and they become real smooth, you can add a little butter to them. New food invention. All right, I go out and help Griff now that I see that they're sort of in the clear. Okay. So Anton heads back into the galley and gets to work on doing more food stuff. I guess we help Anton peel potatoes. Okay. And you still have the key on you then. Oh, I guess I will look to see if anybody's around in the cruise quarters first. No, there's no one else. Shabu's okay. still there. Oh, you can you can pass it off to me and I'll try to stealth it over or you can just go over yourself. Put it back. Yeah, I'll just I'll just run over there and tuck it into the bag before I go back into the galley. Okay, make a stealth check then. All right. It was going to be good. Uh, it's a seven. <laughs> what, what makes you say it was going to be good? Well, it like teetered on the 16 yeah. for a second, and then it rolled back over to the three. Mm. I know those rolls. Those rolls, man, <laughs> they get your hopes up. <laughs> then they smash them. They're right on that good number, and then they just... Well, you head over there, and you stuff the key in the bag and head back. You don't think anyone saw you? Okay. But you don't know. Cool. I feel pretty good about that. I mean, Shaba's the only one down here. Yeah. I checked to see if Shaba saw me. I pretend that I didn't. Okay, cool. I'm good. No one saw me. You, you did a great job, Asla. All right, I go into the galley. All right, so you start working the rest of your day. Uh, Shaba, you're on deck, and you see Alshaz head below. Someone comes up to him and says something, and then he heads down. Okay. And you're in the middle of cutting some boards right now. All right. I'll let it be. Another Great Beatles song. <laughs> We're just full of them tonight uh, He comes back up a couple minutes later okay. And just goes back to work He doesn't seem to be Particularly or He's not showing any real emotions He just goes back to work uh, The rest of the trip seems to pass Without anything big happening And you arrive after one more day of travel At the port of Nanept Home here we are. I kissed the dock. Yeah, I thought we'd never see this place again. And then spit. Salty. You catch a disease. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> the familiar sights and smells of the city fill your eyes and <sighs> nostrils. Mm. Love mm. that magical Ooh. smog. <laughs> yep. The trash, the fish, the seawater. It takes you a little while to get used to being back on non-moving land again. Mm. Mm. Hmm. You can actually get land sick if you're... It's like getting seasick, but you get land sick back on land. Hmm. No, really? That's a I thing. didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Just the transitions. You probably weren't at sea long enough for that to really happen. I mean, Sarah got land sick after our uh, honeymoon cruise. We were gone for oh, like, really? seven huh. days, yeah. Hmm. Wow. Yep. Um, so we, uh, I don't know, I guess we probably should have said this already, but I think Tokus and I share with Shaba what we found. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm assuming we would do that on the ride back. Roger that. Yeah, I would know nothing about any so what silver shavings would be good for or useful for in in any capacity at all. So. Yeah, because you mostly work with stone and wood, right? Yeah. Now here's the question: before we get before we leave the ship, do we want to empty the box of its contents and just leave the box there? Hmm. That's a good question. Or do we want to take the box with us? And see if we can get those pages deciphered. Are you sure we're going to be able to get that out of the ship unnoticed? I don't know. I mean, it's a pretty thin. Alshaz hid it in his cloak. Did you lock the box again when you closed it? Yeah. Yeah, I 
click. Mm-hmm. That was the that was me saying with a click. Okay. It was pretty thin. Alshaz hid it in his cloak when he came back to the ship, so presumably I would be able to to hide it, or one of us would. Yeah, you could pretty easily hide it on your body. Yeah. So Alshaz seemed relieved when it went missing, which yeah either means that it was some sort of offering to the fish people, or maybe. Um, I don't know, maybe someone else actually put it there, and then Al- but Alshaz knew about it, but would have been glad to see it gone. I don't know why. I'm not sure why he would have, but either way, uh, the box is not where it was originally, which means we could take the stuff out of it, or just take the box with us. Well, yeah, I mean, the whole thing is suspicious, right? Like, we keep thinking about, oh, maybe it was strategic for the fish people to come up through the through the bottom of the ship but like maybe those two were told to hey go pick up the package right you know we'll distract them up top and then once you have the package like we'll leave Mm. but they never they never came up to tell the others hey we got the package and so like i mean the fact that they didn't stay and fight to their last breath like the fact that they left in the middle of the fight i mean granted it's convenient right it seems like they were losing so, like, maybe that's a reason to retreat, but, like, their people, the people that were supposed to pick up the package, in theory, never came up and said, hey, we got the box, like, let's let's mm-hmm. jet, let's get out of here, yeah. let's swim away. Or they thought that it was a distraction long enough for the people on the below decks to grab it and leave, so they thought, okay, that's long enough, let's go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to imagine their ultimate goal was to get all the cargo on the ship. That's mm. the whole reason why they attacked, so... Mm. Just thinking about it from, like, the fish person perspective, like, would they, like, sink all the cargo and then go fish it later? Like, just literally, like, push it overboard and then go grab it later? Like, sink it? I don't know. Personally, I'm glad they didn't get that far. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, again, if they sink the whole ship, then... Well, maybe that's why it was packaged specifically as it was. Like, we... Didn't we find out that that was basically an airtight iron container? Yeah. It's pretty interesting that it's built that way if it wasn't intended to be submerged. Mm-hmm. Tell you what, let's grab the box, uh, put it in with our bags or whatever so we can smuggle it off the ship. And then once we get back to HQ, we'll have time to examine all the papers, see if we can decipher that foreign language, look at the maps again, all that stuff. Plus we'll be a, a pouch of silver shavings richer. But we might have to enlist outside help. I, I, did, I really didn't recognize that language. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Either way, we'll have time to to think about it on land. We'll need a good thief and a good sage. A thief to get in the box (laughs) and a sage to decipher the papers. Mm, It's true. All right. So you have no trouble over the remaining day to find a point where you can smuggle the box back to one of your bags. Okay. Sweet. Hmm. Okay. Cool. So we bid the captain farewell, and we thank him for treating us so crappily. Ooh, did we get our (laughs) cut of the loot? Yeah, I look forward to not serving with you again. <laughs> Likewise. Sure, yeah, as do Captain. we. <laughs> if we were your kids, we'd punish ourselves. <laughs> did, did we get some loot? As for your cut of the loot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Byron does give each of you a little bit of treasure. It's me rubbing my hands together for all you listeners out there. <laughs> loot. Mm-hmm. Money, 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 money. I suppose the three of you can divvy it up however you want among yourselves. All right. They'll give you... Uh, two fancy-looking coral necklaces. Are you writing this down, Asla? I am. You are the owner, the CEO. And one pearl earring. Hmm. Ooh. None of the coral, coral trident weapons or anything sweet like that? They're not that interested in the weapons. I suppose you could have one of those if you wanted. Ooh, yeah. Cool. One trident. Take it as a souvenir. Yeah, they're not really valuable. It's just... I want to learn how to fight with this thing. <laughs> Yeah, you can put it up over your hearth as low as like a, a reminder. A trophy. Yeah, like Captain Clapton. Yeah, exactly. Trophy of your exploits, your adventures. Should we get this jewelry appraised somewhere? Like a pawn shop? We should. Yeah, let's have it appraised and then we'll we'll put that into party gold and split it accordingly. Yeah, the pearl might be worth something. So you find a reasonable pawn shop somewhere and I mean, what what pawn shop isn't shady? You said reasonable. Let's <laughs> <laughs> find a reasonably shady pawn shop. <laughs> <laughs> well, this city has two full market districts, so there's got to be one in there somewhere that's reputable. Let's go to the pawn shop where they ask less questions about where we got the stuff. <laughs> yeah. right, the shadier, right. the better. <laughs> okay, so you go to one in low market. <laughs> okay. The guy offers you 10 gold for each of the necklaces hmm. and another 35 for the pearl. 
Ooh, okay. It's a fairly cool. small pearl. Sold. Yeah. I'll slide them across the counter. So 10 each for the necklaces? Yeah. So 55 altogether. Hmm. 55. 55. Cool. Wow. Okay. This is more money than I've ever even imagined. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even bother trying to haggle with them, even though that's like totally what you're supposed to do. Yeah. In that situation. <laughs> that's okay. I pay off my debts immediately. That's the first thing I do. <laughs> However much I borrowed from Stripey and Aslo, I can't even remember what it was now. I pay them back. Uh, with interest, I believe that would be uh, <laughs> three I borrowed, gold? I borrowed one gold piece from you. <laughs> okay. All right. As my employee, I'll, uh, I'll cut you a deal and take off the interest. Oh, wow. Thanks. Yeah, no problem. And I borrowed like five gold from Stripey, so of course he charged an exorbitant rate. <laughs> and I owe like seven and a half now. I'm like, dang it, Stripey, <laughs> you drive a hard bargain. You know, speak, speaking of inventory, now that we're back on solid ground, I, I do a quick check and I notice that my quiver, quiver is a little lighter than I remember. You guys didn't happen to oh. borrow my uh, crossbow, did you? Oh, yeah, there was that. Yeah, I, I just, I took it for a brief spin mm-hmm. after you <laughs> fell asleep. To try it out. Because I noticed that there's like less than 19 bolts in here. I specifically remember that there were 19 bolts <laughs> in my quiver. Yeah, there should be like 16 or 17 now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a little lighter. Yeah, what, ha- what happened to those? Uh, yeah, like I said, I took it for a little spin. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll take care of those for you. That would be good. Like, you're only going to reimburse the ones you use. Like, you won't get, like, the last one to fill my quiver. Put me exactly at 19. Back up to 19. Perfect. (laughs) All right. So, we've got that. Um, Next stop would be Almar's, right? Yes. Correct. Okay. Uh, You arrived in the late morning. So, it's now early afternoon by the time you're heading into town to get to Almar's. Okay. I give him a great big bear hug and pick him up off his feet when I see him. We're back, Almar! Uh, so glad to see that you're safe. <laughs> <laughs> we survived! We did it! I'm just so happy! We made it back! We fought some sea monsters. <laughs> and how was the cargo? The cargo all got back intact, thanks to... Us, us and the crew, but mostly us, but mostly the crew. <laughs> <laughs> we helped. Um, I'm afraid I don't quite follow. Uh, well, we did what we could with the three of us, but the crew, there were nine of them, so they could do a lot more, as it turned out. <laughs> yeah, they were like average level five, we're average level one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You do the math. We were attacked by these fish dudes. And they tried to, like, steal some of the cargo. They actually came up through the bottom of the ship. And we don't know who sent them or why they attacked or why they've been specifically targeting this particular shipping route. But we intend to find out because we retrieved some documents that we think may lead us to some answers. Interesting. If I could see these documents, I could perhaps submit them for investigation to some of the authorities around here. Hmm. Oh, you think the authorities would be able to read them? They're in a foreign language. Oh, um, well, it's possible. Wait, did we, did we look at the documents closely and try to read it, like, phonetically? And when we did, did it sound like gurgling? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. And were the pages like laminated so that they're waterproof? Yeah, it was just like the entire thing was G's, R's, and L's. <laughs> yeah. Repeated over and over again. Or else they were hieroglyphs of like seashells and waves and ocean things. Right, right. Only things you'd know about underwater. Yeah. <laughs> like octopuses is their G or something. You didn't recognize the alphabet itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Um, Mr. Almar, sir, do you happen to sell any lockpicks by any chance? I wouldn't sell something like that in my shop. Oh, yes. We're a reputable business. Yeah, it's actually illegal to sell a (laughs) lockpicking kit. The only reason I know that is because Tyler asked a Lowe's employee at one point. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he needed to break back into his house. Wow. He told me that at game night yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. So... Probably no reputable store would sell a lockpicking kit, but... Uh, we need to go back to low market. Yes, we do. Yeah. <laughs> but but I also, I look at Almar and I say, but do you, you know, wink, wink, sell you know any, someone? any lockpicking kits? You know, the ones in the back room, way right. in the back. You don't worry, you can trust me, Almar. Almar, no, you can Almar's, trust me. Almar's not that kind of shopkeep. No. He looks over at Shaba and says, 
I'm not sure about these people that you've found yourself <laughs> dealing with. Sometimes I'm not sure about them myself. I am very sure about them. Did you say that out loud? Did we hear that? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I give you a wink afterwards, you know. I'm just giving uh, you a Okay, okay. yeah. <laughs> well, it's hard when you got two different groups of friends. It's like you want them both to, like, be on the in-jokes, you know, like, yeah. like so you're, like, cracking jokes with him that, like, only he gets, but then you got to do some with us that only we get. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's what the wink was for. Yeah, it's like when you invite everybody to your birthday party but they're people that you know from different places and like they don't know each other so you kind of have to be the, the, mm, the glue yeah to sort of because <laughs> yeah, yeah. they feel weird yep. so it's that kind of situation i got you while we're here i'll go back and get my tent my like po- tent poles that i left there and retrieve my belongings okay so yes i could have the authorities examine this script and see what they can uncover was there any information that you had that might lead to stopping this from happening in the future That's what we're hoping. Well, two problems. One, we didn't get enough time to really examine the papers. But two, they're sort of locked in this uh, metal box. So that's why I was asking about the whole lockpick thing. Um, Maybe we'll go to low market, see if we can pick some up. Maybe the authorities can get into it. That's true. Yeah, maybe we'll do some hand wavium here and we'll we'll look into it and come back once we've figured out what our next step is. Run it through the proper channels and we'll let you know what happens. Yeah, we'll throw it against the wall and see what sticks. And uh, we'll, we'll be back. <laughs> and what we'll pops open? <laughs> yeah. Did you happen to find any members of the crew or any people at port that you went to that might have been suspicious and involved in this? Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Because I would definitely be interested in hearing about that. The dude who steers the ship, we can't make any outright accusations, but he's a shifty dude. Let's put it that way. His name's Alshaz. I wouldn't hire him again. And matter of fact, I would just let your captain know, don't have this guy on the ship again. Just like kind of on the DL, like maybe give him his walking papers and just say whatever you can't hire him back and get somebody else. I wouldn't trust that guy. As far as I could throw him, and I could probably throw him pretty far. Well, that might be (laughs) risky. That guy might know someone. I mean, if he all of a sudden gets fired and puts two and two together, and it's like, hmm, the only thing that went different on this last ship ride was those three stooges. But then that's fine. Then once we're like level 10, he'll come back with like a whole revenge plot, and it'll be awesome. So, (laughs) Or he just kills us now. (laughs) See, that's the thing with villains. Like, If he is a villain, I'm not sure thing, but this thing about villains is like they never like cut down the heroes when they should like when they're young like little saplings like they always wait <laughs> until they're like strong enough to fight them you know that never made sense to me so he's probably a smart villain and he's gonna kill us now that's true i mean if he can find us though some call me wind brother the shadow who wanders the glade i have the capability to blend in seamlessly into a crowd and so maybe we can just get lost in the city and he'll never find us again. Well, I have the whole, I'm like one of the only rock gnomes living in the society issues. So like I stick out like a sore <laughs> thumb. True. I also <laughs> stick out because I'm head and shoulders taller than everyone else. Uh, I would just not trust Al Shaz, I would say. Everybody else, either they were mean to us, but like in a cool way, or else they were nice to us. And Al Shaz was the one, the one standout who was kind of not really on the up and up. Who was that guy that we met in the bar that he was talking to that didn't His name really... was Sheol. Sheol. He was Al Shaz's friend. Yeah, friend. That's right. Probably more like yeah. business acquaintant. Right. I super quickly huddle up with the two of them and say, hey, uh, do we, do we want to tell him everything, right? I think that's what we want to do. I mean, he he hired us for this. Tell him everything we know. Well, we don't know everything yet. I think we get inside the box, we find someone who can translate these papers, we see what they say, and then we figure out how much we want to tell him, because even though he's like my best friend, one of my best friends, we don't necessarily know what the nature of this information is, and we don't want to let it out of our sight until we know what it is. Shabba, are you saying this is another situation where we don't want to give the item that we found to the proper people. Like, we've tried this before, and it didn't really turn out well. Like, I exploded. As I recall, that uh, the idea to do that mostly came from your direction, Tokus. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, we could let history repeat itself. We could undertake... You've learned from your mistakes, is what you're saying. I'm just saying, we could undertake to try to crack open the chest and decipher the papers and all these other things. Or, hear me out here, we give it to your friend, friend gives it to the authorities, they figure that out, 
And in the end, we still maybe get on the inn. Well, before we went on this expedition, on this voyage, Almar was very hesitant to bring anybody else into it because he was so afraid that someone that there was like collusion going on mm-hmm. that there was a conspiracy among like the other ship's captains the other merchants and things so we still don't necessarily know that that's not the case so i'm just saying we figure out what the pages say before we turn them over so that at least we know mm-hmm. i'm not saying we shouldn't hand over the evidence i'm just saying we need to know what it says before we hand it over yeah based on what we saw it seems like there's a lot more going on here than just even what we experienced. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm all for keeping the, the box, looking at the papers ourselves, all that stuff. Those maps covered a large area. Mm-hmm. Right, yes, right. There's a, there's a pretty large conspiracy going on here, if if it's real. Right, we got the fish people in on this. We've got, you know, iron chests filled with stuff we don't quite understand. Got shady people talking in bars. So, it's 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 a it's a thinker. I'm not quite sure what to think of it. Some sort of drug cartel, maybe. With the information that we have right now, should we tell Almar about the fact that this box is Alshaz's? Um, the fact about the fishmen attacking, how they got in from underneath, and we think that it had to do with him leaving the box for them? Uh, I did tell him that the fishmen attacked and that they got in from underneath and everything. Okay. But not, not where the box was concerned. I think we just figure out what we, we try to get into the box and get it deciphered. Okay. And then we'll go into more detail. All right, let's do that. Almar is looking at you as you're all talking about this. <laughs> oh, yeah, so we turn around. Uh, we're going to investigate and let you know what we find. That is what I hired you to do. But <laughs> I would appreciate news as quickly as possible because I have shipments constantly coming in and out and I need to know whether they're safe. Mm-hmm. Well, we can definitely say it was the Sahuagin who... Uh, enacted the attack. They attacked the ship. They were trying to get at the cargo from underneath. We know that much. Yeah, so the recommendation we could make is that you hire on more able-bodied, you know, fighting crew, you know, guardsmen, right. so to speak, that could, you know, are adept at fighting Sabagan. Yeah, just pretend, uh, act the same as you would if there were a scourge of pirates on the seas. Because that's essentially what these guys are. They're mm. pirates, but they're just coming from underneath the water instead of on top of it. So make sure that your crews are well kitted out to handle that kind of a situation. But does that explain those ships that came back with missing cargo? With partially missing cargo and no one seeming to know what happened to it? It could, hmm. if they came from underneath and uh, stole oh, the... Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, why, why did we happen upon them that night? Do you remember, Shaba? Because you heard the squeaking. Right, but nobody else checked it out. Well, you were in the cruise cabin. Everyone else is asleep down there. That's really interesting. There's the watch on deck, but that's it. That was the start of the raid. Them going up in and checking out the, the goods. Right, Chaba? Yeah. That happened before they attacked what? on hold, hold the phone. Hold the phone. This is, again, <laughs> hypothetical. Answer the question. No, don't answer that. Hypothetically speaking. <laughs> this is me, like, putting my finger over your lips, like, shh, hold on a second. Hold on a second. You asked me a question. I'm just <laughs> answering it. Hold on a second. <laughs> what if the attack might not have ever happened had we not happened upon those two? Or, well, one. Like, if they'd gotten the thing they were looking for, whatever it was, we, we suspect it was the box that we have here. What if... We hadn't interrupted them grabbing the goods and leaving. Would there have not been this epic battle? Think about it. We can't possibly know that. No, but 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 run that through your mind, Shaba. What does it tell you? It tells me that there's no possible way we could have known what would have happened if what happened didn't actually happen. <laughs> well, no, but use the information that your friend just gave us that there weren't many Savagan attacks, but there was missing cargo. Mm-hmm. So, ergo, Carmen Sandiego, where in the world was she? Uh, underneath the ship, trying to pull the car. <laughs> exactly. Out. She wasn't. It wasn't some sort of weird illusionary magic. The Savagan were getting into the ships, getting the things they were supposed to get and leaving. But we interrupted mm. this ritual. Because hmm. the, they came in through the boards, right? Yeah. Did, what, do you think that they were able to, like, put the boards back in place? Yeah, potentially. If they were just, like, creaking them up from underneath and just kind of, like, wiggling them until the nails came out, then they could have just pulled them back down th- into the nail holes. Dude, that's smart. Oh, yeah. Because you said you didn't notice anything weird about the ships except the missing cargo. 
I guess they were communicating with one another, so they do seem to be. And you seem to know a lot about these Savagan for some reason, don't you, Shaba? I j- it's only because I rolled a natural 20 on my nature check. That's the only reason. Um, <laughs> and these stories from your ancestors, you know. So they're a pretty intelligent race. Uh, yeah, they, it seems like it. Maybe smarter than us. I mean, who knows? <laughs> well, some of us. Maybe. I don't know. I guess it's all hypothetical, but possible. Definitely. I'll just point out that there's no B in Sahuagin. It's, it's an H. Uh, Sahuagin. S-A-H-U. A-G-I-N. Sahuagin. Toboggan? Sahuagin? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we've discovered, we think, what could be causing the cargo to come up short, but we haven't gotten as far as figuring out how to put it to a stop. So that's what we need to do. So it sounds like I need to place guards not only on top of the ship, but make sure they have them in the cargo hold. Definitely. Definitely. Absolutely. Yes. Well, it certainly brings extra expenses. I'm sure. We need to find out what's on those papers. Yeah, I think that's that has to be our next step. Yep. Mm. All right. Well, as promised, I will pay you for what you've done in saving my cargo, as well as for the information that you've managed to retrieve for me. Okay, thank you. And we will well. ho- hopefully have more very soon here. Any more you can get me would be appreciated. We will bring you everything we know as quickly as possible. All right, so the deal was 45 gold for the safe return of the cargo. Mm-hmm. Cha-ching. And another 30 if you manage to prevent this from happening in the future. That has not yet happened. Right. Uh, but you have given me some information that could help reduce the risk, so I'd be willing to give you an extra 15 gold for that. Ooh, all right. We will accept. And we'll try to bring you back some information that can help even further. Thank you, Elmar. We'll see you soon. Very soon. I look forward to it. Uh, and we'll, we're going to have to go fishing again sometime. One of these days when I'm not busy, we'll figure out a, a time we can go. Uh, <laughs> until then, farewell, and we'll, we'll see you in a little while. Adieu. May the Ram Lord be ever at your back. Yes, may the Ram Lord be... Uh, may the shoulder of the Ram Lord be ever at your back. Oh, I'm sorry, I always get that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and Ram Lord be with you, and we'll see you soon. So let's go slumming. Let's go into the... Hit up the slums. The slums. Aslo, you know the way, right? You know where we need to go? The shady places to find this lockpicking? <laughs> I do know some seedy taverns. Take us to the seediest tavern you know of. <laughs> 